Okay, guys, as you know, I'm very woke. I have a great bod. I'm a billionaire. I'm the most successful YouTuber of all time. I got my yucks in. Have you gotten your yucks in? All right, great, because we're going to skip the jokes today. So, look, this video is really simple. When I first announced I was going to go super minimalistic six months ago, people were saying I've gone insane. People saying I've gone bankrupt. People saying I'm going through a weird phase. All this stuff. So what I want to do in this video is you guys constantly ask in live streams, you know, what, what impact it have on my life and whatnot. I'm just going to answer that in this video. You might be considering doing it. And I think if you watch this channel, you should understand why I did it and what my objectives are and the impact it had before even considering doing anything like that. So anyways, cliff notes, six and a half months ago, I lived in a giant house, had cool cars, tons of stuff. And I just got rid of all of it. In fact, when the movers came to move me out of the house, I just gave them all the furniture. I gave them most of my guitars. Just basically anything I still had in the house, I gave to them. That's not because I'm a saint. It's not because I'm I've, the Mother Teresa of, of internet gurus, okay? Um, it's just because I didn't want to deal with all the stuff anymore. And the reason why I became minimalistic, there's really two reasons for it. And I want to tell you what the reasons are and then the benefits to them. The first reason I really want to stress is I didn't become a minimalist just to do it and, and make jokes on YouTube. When you want to move forward in life, usually the thing that keeps you making short-sighted decisions or being stupid or not becoming the person you want to be is some inner insecurity. And for the, la the vast majority of people, where our insecurities come from is we judge ourselves and we think who we are is what we think that other people think that we are. And it's very strange because we don't, judge ourselves by what we are and what we know we are. And we don't really want other people to know that thing. We want to push this image, this, this appearance to other people. And then if they think that we're that thing, then that means we're that thing. And there's nothing, there's nothing more false than that, but that's how most people judge themselves. That's how most people judge their entire lives. A lot of times what then people do is the thing they're trying to put forth to people is to cover up some weakness or some type of suffering they had when they were younger. Now, look, I didn't have a traumatic childhood or anything like that. I was sort of picked on in high school. I was usually the underdog. Very, very bad with women. The whole nine yards, basically a nerdy, nerdy, dorky kid. And basically one of my goals for becoming wealthy was to basically give a big F you to the world. A really good story that puts this in perspective is you ever play Devil May Cry? You, you look at Dante and you look at his brother Virgil, who's the villain in it. And their mother was murdered by, their mother was murdered by demons, yada, yada. But really in that state, Dante and Virgil went through a really traumatic experience. Virgil, uh, Virgil basically uh, was so damaged from it and he felt so weak at that time. And so his greatest fear became feeling weak. And so his entire pursuit in life was obtaining power so he'd never have to feel weak again. And that's what a lot of people do with something that's happened to them in their lives. And so basically my greatest fear was people thinking that I was weak. I wanted everybody to think I was strong and I was powerful. So I obtained a lot of things, create a big social media persona. And really what my greatest fear of or fear was is people thinking I wasn't that thing anymore. And so this, this sounds really deep and emotional. It's really not. Everybody goes through this and that's why I'm talking about it pretty freely. But you're going to notice that, or at least with me, I noticed the thing that was keeping me in businesses I really didn't want to do, uh, keeping me making decisions that were really short-sighted, um, basically fueling me to just be a person that I'm not. I wasn't the person I am. I was trying to put the poorest of his appearance was that fear. And so what I thought to myself is, the business I'm working on isn't fulfilling. The way I'm operating, I don't really enjoy as a person. Uh, the things that I have in my life, these don't bring me anything. They're only to bring other people an appearance. And it's separating me from doing the things that I want to do and focusing on the person that I want to become and making long-term great decisions and really just 
doing the thing that I know I want to be, not what I want other people to think that I am, so on and so forth. I'm not going to repeat that haiku anymore. And so one of the reasons why I became a minimalist wasn't to become a minimalist. It was to completely jump into that fear. The thing that was driving me to do things I didn't want to do and making my life more negative was that fear. So instead of avoiding it, I jumped straight into it and jumped into basically having nothing and jumping into the thing where it's basically saying, well, is, is this what you've been afraid of the entire time? And once that fear is completely faced, you're just left with yourself and what you want to do. There's no outside forces pushing around and everybody has that type of fear. And so over the six and a half months, what it's allowed me to do most of all is to be long-term and not short-term. And my priorities are no longer the same because first off, I've made enough money in my life that I don't need to make money unless I'm going and buying excessive amounts of things and have an excessive amount of monthly bills to cover. And those things don't help me out at all. I, there's, I, I don't want a big house. There's no difference than, than living in a normal apartment, living in a big house, except there's more space and more space isn't going to bring you happiness as a person. Having nice walls and nice floor and like a nice staircase is not going to make you go, oh man, life feels pretty good now. It's going to feel exactly like if you've gone into a big house. And the only difference between you staying in a big house you don't own and a big house you do own is the fact that you're like, hey, I own this house. And that gets gold in like two weeks. Without having that facade in my life, I can just make really long-term decisions with my business. And when I'm thinking outside of needing to make money right now or needing to make money at all, by living a pretty minimalistic lifestyle. I'm not a financial minimalist. I've made a good amount of money. I'd, I still make a good amount of money, but I don't spend very much of it. And I don't have a pursuit to bring more stuff into it. I've done exactly what I need as a person. I don't need anything more. And so by doing that, what it allows me to do is put the long-term good decisions and focus on what's important to me. I can take better care of my employees. I can take better care of my customers. I can make really long-term decisions. I can focus and spend more time with my family and put things that are important to me instead of worrying about going in a direction that is fueled by what I need other people to think. And so that's the first thing right there. If you have something in your life, usually if you're making short-term decisions, usually if you're not doing something you know you need to do, it's coming from some type of fear. It's coming from some type of insecurity. And usually that insecurity is based around what you think that other people think that you are. In fact, if you really think about it, by trying to avoid our fears and weaknesses, it makes us 10 times more susceptible to them. Because I constantly see other people going through the same thing I was going through. And I, I, I know what they're feeling because it, it's, it's terrifying. And so they have to constantly try and be something bigger than they are or make short-term decisions to keep this, this front or this appearance up. And, and the things that they have to face are terrifying. So, for example, like when I got rid of my stuff, there's literally competitors of mine saying I was going bankrupt. People were asking my girlfriend, did Alex lose everything and stuff like that? And I, I didn't really fire back or anything like that because that, that's what I was afraid of. Those were the, that was the thing that was terrifying moving forward. It, it happened. And then I was looking at all this. I'm like, what other people think is not what I am. And by putting those stupid worries, worrying about what other people would think, going and trying to make myself some famous something, trying to take every short-term route to get there, it made me more susceptible and weaker than I am right now. Because right now you can punch me in the face. I don't care. I, I have nothing to lose. I have everything to constantly gain. And really I can take long-term decisions and I don't have to operate on based on these fears of what other people think anymore. And so what you have to realize first off is if you have these fears by trying to avoid them and not embedding yourselves in them, it actually makes you 10 times more susceptible to it. You see people talking on stage, wearing fancy suits, showing off Rolexes, showing off their cars. They are terrified. They are fucking 
terrified because if they, they define themselves by all these things and if they lose those things, they're terrified. So you can poke at them, you can prod at them, you can make them make short-term decisions. They're very weak people to deal with <clears throat> because they're constantly having to shoulder this burden, this, this facade that's very hard to maintain. It's very hard to maintain. It's very hard because it requires short-term decisions because you're not actually the person that is able to do those things. You're not the strong person who's able to do that. Strong people make long-term decisions. They have their priorities in line. They don't care what other people think. And really, they don't ever have anything to lose. They're always operating from a point of leverage. And so, kind of a weird paradox if you think about it. So next, after six and a half months of being minimalistic, you know, what is, what is the uh, impact of having nothing at all in your house done? And I'm just going to confess straight up, I'm kind of a fraud. I did get a chair. I did get a monitor that has faster input. And I did get a really nice Super Smash Bros. custom control. I mean, look at that thing. You press the buttons, they're all converted to digital. The shoulder pads have shorter presses. It's incredible. You play me in Smash Bros. the one time a month I play. Ooh. Ooh. But look, the thing is, first off, I've stated this on the video, so I'm only going to state it very briefly. Stuff weighs you down. The more stuff you have, the more confusing you're going to be, the less your focus is going to be, and you're not going to be a streamlined person. And if you want to go and collect stuff, go and collect stuff. I, I don't care. I'm not saying if you have stuff in your house, you're a lesser person. What I'm saying, at least for me, is when I don't have stuff, I don't have anything to think about other than the things that I want to do in my life. And life is very short. There's things that are, you, that are important to you, and you, in order to make those things and reach those things you want to do, you need to have 100% focus on the things that are important to you. I know I explain that very badly, but if you're going to maximize the things that are important to you, get rid of all the things that aren't important to you. And one of the best ways to do this in your life is to do things all in the same way. And so if you're super minimalistic in your life and only focus on things that are important, you're going to be that way in business. You're going to be that way with your health. You're going to be that way with your focus. And so there's more of a practice and a mental discipline. So for example, I go and clean out all my drawers. If there's, if I have more pens than I need, I'm a law that only have three pens. I get rid of the pens. I have four sets of clothes that I wear every single day. I have four pairs of this black shirt that I wear when I'm out, when I wear when I'm inside. And because of that, I don't have to think about anything else other than my business and having fun with my business. And I realize that you might think, well, but you don't have stuff. How are you having fun? Like I said before, it's not going to do it for you. It's not, it's not going to do it. You're going to, you're going to get a nice boat. You're getting a nice house and you're walking inside the house and go, it's a nice house. And you're just in a big space. Big spaces don't equate to human happiness. Your fulfillment, your salvation is going to come from your actions and a little bit of from the people that are in your life. And when you have all this stuff in your life, it's going to slow you down. Like if you had a car and you put a parachute behind it, because then you're having to worry about all this stuff and all these distractions. And so it just clears your mind and takes it, makes it so your mind doesn't have to think about these things. And Another cool aspect of it is you do value the things that are in your life a lot. I'm really excited about that chair I got. It's a $150 chair that I play Super Smash Bros. in. And I, I'm really excited about it because now I have a place to sit. And so it does allow you to appreciate things a lot more. And then overall, the surprising thing is you don't miss the stuff. I don't miss any of the things I have. I know people say, no, he misses. I'm, I'm telling you. And I'm not saying that, hey, don't get a Lamborghini. Don't be in a big house. I'm sure go own those things if you want to. What I'm saying is that they're, they're not going to add or take away from you. You're not going to lose anything or gain anything by obtaining these things. You, you, you're just not. And so in this period of my life right now, I just don't want all the things so I can focus on the actions that make me happy. Maybe I'll get a house again in the future. Maybe, well, actually, I think Rachel would force me to get a house in the future. because She's not the biggest fan of my apartment, but you can't win them all right now. So... That's kind of my view on the last six months. I'm not saying you should be a minimalist. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying you should be aware of your fears and the things that are making you make short-term decisions. And the next, 
Not having stuff allows you to streamline your brain. It allows you to just focus. There's nothing in this place for me to lose focus on. That also being said, gaining stuff or losing stuff is not going to change your mental well-being. Doing what you enjoy every single day, living a life that is based on what you want to do every single day and having freedom, that is going to bring you happiness. And doing actions that you are proud of and working on things that you enjoy, that's what's going to bring you happiness. Having something to look forward to that you're passionate about, that's what's going to bring you happiness. Obtaining the stuff is not going to do it. You can get rid of the stuff. You can gain the stuff. It doesn't matter. You can't gain anything from stuff. And frankly, your mood is going to always be this. You cannot bring stuff into your life and then your mood is consistently higher. That's not how it works. The way you get your mood and your happiness consistently higher is you're consistently doing whatever the F you want, whenever you want, and living with purpose. That's what, that's what the human brain needs. The human brain needs something to look forward to and it needs something to work on and build. That's what human brains are developed to do. That's what's going to unlock all the chemicals that make you happy. And when your brain is solely focused on those things and you don't have fears making you take negative decisions or short-term decisions and you don't have stuff clogging up your mind, you're allowed to focus on the good stuff. So that's it. I'm not going to make any more minimalism videos because I really doubt a year from now uh, it's going to change. I'll see you next video.